0: Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound action. You can be part of the show by calling three nine two talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
1: We're letting the uh, music go a little longer for the dramatic purposes of right. what has uh, occurred on Saturday.
2: I'm still in kind of a, uh... can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Because gotcha. I was in a little bit of a cocoon there.
1: you good. All right. Speaking of cocoons, do you know that there's a sinkhole under 10th Avenue or something and you can like walk around down there? You ever heard of that? I don't know
2: where 10th Avenue is.
1: It's like over by... Uh,
2: I mean, I could figure it out. It's over
1: by GPD, kind of in that area. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, I, that's where it's 6 and 8.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So somewhere over there. Close. So it will
2: be 8. It would be a little bit north of that. Okay.
1: Like where the uh, the axe-throwing place is, the Hatchaberry.
2: Yeah, I've never been to either one of those things.
1: Never been to GPD?
2: So far, not. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm hoping I don't. been in
1: there, but there several hoping, times. I'm
2: hoping I can uh, go my entire Gainesville career without going mm. to GPD. Okay. Not that I have anything against what if the cops, you're making
1: a donation,
2: or if I'm trying to help young kids that need help. That's yes, right. I would ha- be happy to do it, but
1: <laughs> not the case.
2: No, I, here's what I do know: I don't want to get arrested.
1: No, do not. I, I don't think anybody got arrested on Saturday, at least from what I saw over there in Jacksonville. Well, so there's some could, people could that crowd should again. have been arrested. Probably
2: the people that put up the. Um, Kanye was right about the Jews thing. That, oh, that's, yeah,
1: I was wondering. I didn't see what the oh end God. result was or why the statements had to come out.
2: Well, it was bad. I mean, that's bad when... Yeah, you that's know, horrible. It, uh, there's a lot of horrible going on in the world. and it's I My fear is that we're not going in the right direction. We're going in the wrong direction and it's just going to get worse and worse, but whether it was that or Michigan State players physically attacking and assaulting Michigan players, after you won the game, Michigan players won the game and they, they shouldn't be able to celebrate instead of getting their butts kicked and mm-hmm. now those guys are gonna have been suspended and going to get arrested. I don't know which incident's worse, to be honest with you. I mean, they're right up there so, I mean, it wasn't a good weekend for college football in that, in those terms. The games were great. Mm-hmm. The Florida game was at least uh, when, when he hit uh, Henderson on that play I literally went what in the? What is going on here? Is this going to be a game? I didn't. I thought this game. I had dismissed this game from being important. I. It was over. I was already starting to write and everything. And I went, "Holy crap! We have a game here." Yeah. All right. Let me let me dig in. And then of course Florida put the second second team defensive line in and let them go rush right down the field, which yeah. I still don't get. How can how tired can you be? After you've been on the field for four plays in the second half. not two turns. Yeah. So, But they decided to put those guys in right down the field. They ran, I think, five of the six plays for the touchdown. So my point would be this as follows. Follow me now. Mm-hmm. It's the players. It's the coaches. Nobody's doing anything right. Nobody is doing a great job. I still believe in the coach, the head coach. I think he's going to get things worked out. It's it's a it's a broken program. When you're three and twelve over the last fifteen SEC games, your program is broke. Yeah, like, you're almost a Vandy status. Like that plane in Starkville that day. Mm-hmm. This plane's broke. Well, this program is broken. The not the way it was when Urban Meyer left it. Urban Meyer left that program, and it was broken. But it was broken mentally. They weren't doing the things they needed to do. They weren't guys had gotten too entitled. That was the brokenness of this program. This program is broken on talent. It's just not very good. And when even when guys play well, what, Mari Bernie played his ass off. Mm-hmm. You know, a hey, Trey Dean. You can't blame him for this game. You, the the spinning wheel of blame. Well, no, you can't blame Trey Dean. You, you can blame a little bit of AR. You can blame a little bit of Billy Napier. You can blame a little bit about Patrick Tony. You can blame a little bit of a, of a lot of people. But in the end, this is just not a good football team. And it's going to take a while. It's not easy to rebuild, and this is totally a rebuilding
1: project. It is very much that. And obviously there's some things going on with the dismissal of Brenton Cox today. So that is something else that Billy Napier is still trying to, I think, battle within some of the guys that were there. Some of the guys that still feel like they are greater individuals than the team itself. And that is part of the issue. So I I commend what happened today and I don't think it's a major loss everybody's going to freak out oh my gosh he's the best player and he does all these other things well tell me what he does good other than a few plays a game here and there that he makes an impact how many is he wrong on how many plays does he not make I mean I think look at it from from that standpoint and maybe somebody will be in there now and actually does the right thing and then or, entail, or then not that, and that, but I don't think that's even the point. No. It,
2: it, they're, they're going with a lesser talent at that spot. There's no sure. doubt.
1: But a lesser talent that might actually be in the right spot, which would then cause the defense to be more effective because you're doing your job and doing what you're supposed to do and playing for the guy next to you as opposed to playing for yourself. You know who's really affected the most by all this? Texas A&M
2: coach Jimbo Fisher. Because he goes, I knew it had two plays. We could run right behind Brent Brenton Cox, and now this other guy may actually stay in his spot yeah. instead of just willy nilly running around the end. Yeah,
1: that's so funny.
2: yeah, I mean, it it may help Florida's defense him not being there. But yeah, that's look. They're trying to get. They're trying to change a culture. You, you don't change a culture overnight. Uh, but he was left I, I still feel with the worst roster of any of the last six coaches um, I mean think about the roster that Spurger got left and Spurger would be the first guy to tell you yeah, how great it was great roster Spurger left Ron Zook a great roster even though oh we, we, ah, ah, we, we didn't have any players no you had good players and then you recruited good players and you left Urban an unbelievable roster you just didn't know how to coach him mm-hmm. and Urban knew how to coach him and then Urban left Will Muschamp, a guy, a bunch of entitled players, but they were good. They were talented, and he had to knock that out of them. And two years later, or the second year he's here, they won 11 games. He leaves. He's left them great defensive talent. And the, and McIlwain is able to turn that into 6-0 and with Will Greer, who he Muschamp recruited. McIlwain leaves. Leaves Moan, a lot of really good players. Mullen does a good job of of cobbling them into a a good team, but then quits recruiting, and now they're sitting here with not a good team. Yeah. And that's that's the bottom. A they're few good, good
1: players and the rest of yeah. guys that a few probably men. should be at Mississippi State.
2: They are a few good men.
1: Yes. That they are. All right, we got uh, probably more movies all than things. a few good callers today. So we'll step aside. We will uh, open up our phone lines. Titan MRI hotline is the usual number, 392-8255. We'll come back and get after it here on the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending. Now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon. I'm Link Shabat. Gator football will be taking on Texas A&M this Saturday in College Station. Kickoff is slated for noon and can be watched on ESPN. Florida has also announced that kickoff for November 12th's game against South Carolina will be at 4 p.m. here in the Swamp. This game can be watched on SEC Network. Florida men's basketball has an orange and blue scrimmage tomorrow at 7 p.m. at the Odom. This will be Todd Golden's first game as the new head basketball coach. The Auburn Tigers just announced the firing of head football coach Brian Harson. Parson was hired in 2020 and coached for the Tigers for less than two years before getting let go. The Auburn Tigers are currently 3-5. Game 3 in the World Series between the Astros and the Phillies are tonight, so make sure you tune in here at 815 for live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Chabaz.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
4: hey gator nation it's Jamil here from the mealy pop shop gains those home for all things sports cards collectibles memorabilia autographs pokemon funko pop comics coins and more just wanted to share with you information about our new website mealypops.com
1: Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff.
4: Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com. And we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation. And as always, go Gators!
1: at three seven eight seven seven five five, or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers.
4: Enjoy your Sonic.
3: So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger?
1: So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too.
2: Exactly.
3: What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
1: Ow, oh, this is a good debate.
3: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins.
1: Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida.
5: We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident.
1: Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
5: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldenLaw.com
1: The
0: WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981FM 850 AM WRUF and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: All right, phone lines are open. Let's get after it. Jake is here. He will be busy today, and that is okay. Let me ask you this. Keeps him off his phone, flirting with chicks on TikTok all day long. (laughs) We
2: we heard some Halloween music there. How big a deal is Halloween to you?
1: Not anymore, because the kids are big. Yeah. there was when they were little. I I enjoyed it. And I lived in a neighborhood. Now I live in the middle of nowhere where nobody's going to come by.
2: Yeah. My, My... Yeah, I liked it when I was little with uh, Kelsey. When Kelsey was little, I liked it. But
1: if I lived where you live, I would definitely sit out front and harass some kids. No, we do. And
2: we always see the the, uh, great, you know, to me, Halloween is all about the little girls in their princess outfits and little boy in their Power Rangers coming up. They're four years old. Yeah. Trick or treat, you know. It's not the guys who pull up in their pickup trucks with it and right. they get out with a T-shirt that they've written a number on uh-huh. and saying and a pillowcase, yeah, wh- yeah and a pillowcase. Where's my stuff,
1: man? Yeah, no, it's it's the little kids for sure. Yeah. So but, and if it was I, big kids, I'd mess with them.
2: I do mess with them sometimes. I go, hey, great, great uh, costume, you know.
1: Yeah. Cool. You deserve a uh, licorice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you some coal.
1: <laughs> all right let's get to, uh to these great phone calls we got daryl's gonna kick it off hey daryl what's up
6: hey good afternoon guys jeff you'll appreciate this my grandson is dressing up like one of the characters out of the movie sandlot ah nice yeah one of the baseball themed characters i can't remember which one it is but i know it's gonna be one of the characters
1: anyway. okay that'll be good
6: yep anyways hey the tailgate was good saturday plenty to drink plenty to eat. satellite tv you know but I tell you, I've been going to Florida-Georgia games since the 80s, and I guess it's the most least well, least enthused Gator fans I've seen up there all those years, including myself. When it got 28-20, you know, it was nice to come back, but I still thought, no, we're we're still not going to win this game. You know, I just felt like Georgia was going to make a play and open it up, you know, and they did.
1: Yeah, you, I mean, you you could tell, obviously, in the first half that they had better players. And the Gators even got away with a few things. Although Georgia got some breaks. I mean, they get the pass interference there that went the wrong way right before the half, shouldn't have scored there. And then obviously the touchdown that hit off a of Bernie and bounced around and, and Bowers gets the score on that necessarily shouldn't have happened either. But, I mean, when it was all said and done, you just knew through the length of the game that Georgia would be able to pull it out. But you give them, give them credit for fighting. Kind of like Missouri. Yeah.
2: You know, even though Missouri got way up on them, you, you kind of even knew, because they're, they're a championship team. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Auburn, I mean, a Georgia is a championship team, not Auburn. Ch- they're a championship team. Florida's not right now. They, they That's what Florida needs to get to that level, where they're a championship team.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to say this about Anthony Richardson. I'm not bashing the kid. You know, he's a college quarterback. But I feel this way. I'm just scared if he comes back next year, we're going to be in the same predicament we are like we are this year. I feel like Billy needs to maybe go hit the transfer portal and find a quarterback that can throw completions. That's all you can ask for because you think about it. All your top teams in college football right now, their quarterbacks make plays, they throw completions. They ain't got, you know, rocket arms or, you know, big big size, you know. They just make completions.
1: Yeah, there, I mean, there's something to be said for that, Daryl. and certainly there was several plays that, if he would have made a completion, it would have looked different. Or if he would have checked down, if he would have made the right read, then the game could have been a little bit different. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 one of those where, and and hopefully people don't call and yell and scream and all that stuff, but I would rather him leave, to be honest. I don't okay. want him to be back next year and kind of go through the same things over and over. I I just don't know how much he is going to improve.
2: I, that That's a great question, and I don't know the answer to that, but I know this: there's nobody on the roster that's better than him. Yeah. You, know, you
6: know what, Pat? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the NFL will take a chance on AR because oh, yeah. of his size and his uh, arm strength. They go off potential nowadays.
1: Yeah, just like they do drafting an NBA player that may not have been all that good, but he's got the potential and the size. and the I mean, listen, he he looks really good getting off the bus, I and mean, he looks really good standing there in warm And he
2: does things during the game that yeah. look incredible. I mean that one run he made where the guy was literally physically going Rocky Balboa on him, yeah. Which is, that they didn't call it a penalty is, yes. I, it 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 didn't affect the game, no. okay. But I mean have have a clue, SEC officials. But why would I expect that to ha- start now? They don't they don't see they apparently they all have the same problem I have with peripheral vision. They don't see things, okay. But. The bottom line is that play was a great run. I mean, it was a third down. I think it was a third down run, and he he got like six yards when it was third and four, and he and he by fighting. So he does great things. He's a great athlete, um, but is he a great quarterback? No, he's not even close to being a great quarterback. Now, in theory, come back for another year, get a second year as a starter, and you could they will make you better. On the other hand, wow. the NFL guys are probably going, eh, we can make him better faster. So let's go ahead and draft him in the first round. So that's yeah. what you have. And I, the, the problem is, who do you want to be your quarterback? Who on that roster do you think is going to be a better quarterback than Anthony Richardson? Well, that's like I say, you might have
6: to hit transfer pool for that, you know. If there's anybody out yeah.
2: there. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know who's hey, going to hey, be out there. Most of them are going to have flaws, I can tell you that. Yeah.
6: And, you know, real quick, guys, as far as Brenton Cox, you know, the kid must have other issues besides throwing a punch, you know, last Saturday night in the game because think about it. he got. Yeah, I don't think that, it had anything and,
2: to do with it. Yeah. You no,
6: know, I think there's been issues with this kid for a while and Billy's in had enough of it. And he told him, you know, maybe you need to find you somewhere else to go, you know.
2: That's
1: yeah. it. And,
2: and that's, that's exactly it. You're not going to
1: buy into what Billy is selling or trying to do to this team, then. And... There's no reason to be there. I, I mean, mean,
2: Billy said it was cumulative. It wasn't a one incident thing, but, you know, I'm sure they had a discussion. He goes, I, I think maybe it's time for me to go. And he said, I don't – don't let the door hit you on the way fine out. Fine with that.
6: Exactly. Okay, guys, thanks as always. Thank you,
1: Daryl. Appreciate you. Let's uh, stick with a D word. Just go to D. What's up, D? Hey,
7: what's up, fellas? Uh, how you doing? Good, how man. Cool. Um, you know, here's two things they kind of correlate uh, together um, – if you told me before Saturday that Florida would be plus three in a turnover battle, I would say we pulled off the upset.
2: Yeah, not me too. Did we
7: not, not only did we not pull up the upset, we got boat raced by. It. They almost covered the spread, so that just tells you just how just how much talented Georgia is. Where well, they could probably play their a uh, B minus C plus game, uh, make mistakes, turn the ball over, and we still we we still got you know whitewashed out of the stadium. And that brings me to my second point. If that's why Thursday was such a gut punch with uh Carmody McClain, because those are the guys that you have to if you want to close that gap uh, with Georgia, you gotta land cast like this, man. And you know, to come up short Thursday was, was just extremely disappointing because I think they put on a, a graphic on the screen, uh Georgia's got what, twenty three five stars and Florida's got like three. I mean that that's, that, that's they got, two shows, <laughs> they got two now,
2: man. Yeah,
7: two now, right so i mean it's 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 a talent issue man, so no no, there's um, no doubt and, and until we we can debate all night long about the n i l whether these guys are worth it or not, but if you're not if you're not getting these elite kids man we we're not, we're not gonna we're not gonna close the gap on georgia
2: and I will say this and 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 don't take this the wrong way. Everybody who calls this show this week will talk about that issue that. Florida's got to get better players. How many of them are actually giving money to the collective or the Gator Guard? Because that's the only way Florida's going to catch up. They have got – because Florida insists on doing things the right way, right? And if you're doing things the right way, you've got to overwhelm people financially. Yep. Other schools are not doing it the right way, and they're telling kids, here's what we're going to get for you. And I'm not saying Miami is. I'm just saying we know, and there's no transparency. There's no NCAA enforcement, and you're going to lose kids that way. And okay, doesn't doesn't mean that Kermani McLean couldn't end up here next year, the following year, you know, or, or in 2020, you know, seven or whatever. I mean, but the bottom line is. Um, You know, Florida's trying to do things the right way uh, in terms of the transfer portal. But also, I I, I bring this up. All these people, all these so-called experts on recruiting who had Carmonte McClain as being a 97% Florida commitment, (laughs) maybe they need to rethink what they do for a living because you're clearly not good at what you're doing.
7: Well, here's the deal. Let me tell you something, Pat. Carmonte McLean, he kept this recruitment so close to the best He's not he's not out on social media, you know. Grabbing. For then
2: why team was team. he a ninety-five percent committing to Florida guy?
7: Because I think he had visited the campus probably three or four times. He had established this great relationship with Corey That's Raymond. Just guessing. Uh,
2: That's just guessing at right, Lake- that point. Yeah.
7: La- La- Lakeland's a, a a great Gator stronghold. Ahmad Black's down there coaching them, so it just made perfect sense. But you know, he he pulled off the surprise and. Like you said, Pat, Florida's trying to do the right thing, but recruiting is a cutthroat business now, especially with NIL. And if Florida's not willing to get their hands dirty, they're going to miss out on a bunch of these players.
2: I don't disagree with that. I actually texted Ahmad Black um, that night, and I said, man, don't let these giddiots, you know, kill you here. Because believe me, they were giving him a hard time. And he's like, like, I can tell a kid where to go to school. You know, I, I, I have no influence over the... He and I texted back and forth. He was really upset, I think, with Gator fans. And again, it's a. I know it's a vocal minority, okay, that just lose their mind over everything that happens. I got one last night from a guy that was just... And it was pro-Napier, but it was anti-me. And we, we kind of talked it out, hashed it out. Finally, he's okay. We're okay with each other. And somebody I didn't even know. I don't even I I could tell you his name. Yeah, huh? but but um. So I mean, there were a lot of people really upset because Ahmad didn't steer him the right way. That's not his job. His job at the at Lakeland High School to coach him is to coach him
1: and, and yeah, just yep. obviously give him. But I don't know. D. I, I mean, th- there's still another guy out there that the Gators can certainly get. And and remember, there's already some pretty good ones committed here. So it could be one of those where McLean said. Hey, too. I can go to Miami and play right away, and he can, you know, and and he can easily do that. And that may not be the case here because the Gators still have some young ones that are pretty damn good. And you know, you look at from that standpoint as well. So I don't think the Gators did anything wrong yeah. in it. He just made a decision that obviously was better for him. Probably got some money, more money yeah. than. But this is what where this
2: is where the recruiting services do a disservice yeah. and they hype it up so much yeah, they hype it up he's going, he's going to florida he's going to florida he's going to florida oh he didn't go to florida florida blew it yeah well they didn't florida so, didn't blow did it Did everything they could exactly so i mean okay. I, I it frustrates me but you know it is what it is
7: yep it's gonna be a pretty intriguing offseason because i you know i know we got four games to go but i mean it's uh it's just setting up for an intriguing offseason because there's I think this roster is going to turn over about thirty, thirty-five guys. So
2: no doubt, uh, we'll
7: see. Yeah, there,
2: fellas. Thank you, D. I totally agree. I think there's a lot of guys that will be, it will be highly suggested to them that they enter the it's transfer D-Dow. portal because you're not. It's not that you can't play. And I would say most cases, it's not that you can't play. It's that you don't want to play. You don't want to play. That you don't want you to, to do the things during the week to make you ready
1: for Saturday. Yeah. Some that do, but more that don't yep that's how it is all right need a break we'll do that come back continue the conversation it's a sonic sound off monday here on the tailgate
0: flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 981 FM at 8.50
8: AM,
1: WRUF. Want to start a career with a local
8: company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073.
1: Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year. So you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her Gator tee and jeans. Or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because. Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
9: After a mostly sunny and above average afternoon, we'll see lows tonight fall into the middle 60s under mostly clear to partly cloudy skies. Very similar to what we had this morning, I do expect patchy dense fog to be a concern for tomorrow morning's commute, especially during the early morning hours. That visibility could at times be under one mile. Tomorrow afternoon, plenty of sunshine and warm highs in the mid-80s. From the Weather Center, I'm Meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at the uh, MVP odds, watching Luca last night go off for 41, a triple-double against the Nets. He is the favorite to win the MVP. Uh, I would go Luca and Giannis. But, you know, it's the timing of the story. John Morant is, like, this is close right now. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From pylon to pylon. For all things football. 63-yard touchdown, and the ballgame is tied! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
10: This is Florida Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, Anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
2: I thought about this great line and I may use it at some point. What?
1: Your your mic was lit. Okay.
2: There you go. Um that Florida's rebuilding process is going slower than Napier's draw. And that's the problem, is that people want to see it go like Jimbo Fisher, although Jimbo Fisher's rebuilding process isn't going well, no. but they want to see it go like his staccato speech. They want to see it. Ah, ah, we're great all of a sudden, you know, and that's the par- part of the problem. Is that it, it people going into the season went this season? We're not going to be good. Oh, I hope we can get to seven to five. Now you really hope you can get to seven to five. Hope we can get to seven to five. You know, there's a lot of things missing here. They've got to kind of start from scratch. Then they beat Utah, and everybody went, "Oh, we may win the whole thing."
1: Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. They needed that win, though. But yeah. I mean, you saw South Carolina come back to earth, and A and M obviously but continues they to struggle. Are, so. They are—they
2: are like I said, Jeff. They are good enough to win all four of these last four games. Yeah. but they can lose all four of them easily. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say they could lose to Vanderbilt. But, and it's going to be a cold day up in, in Nashville, I'm sure. But the bottom line is, um, somehow Vandy's quarterback will look like a Heisman Trophy winner, I guess. So.
1: We shall see. All right. We next go to a celebrity right now. Because for those that don't know, Hoosier Gator is leading the WRUF Tailgate Picks Contest right now. First place. I, I hear he's cheating. He is uh, crushing it. What's up, dude?
5: It wasn't because of this last week, Jeff. I was horrible this last week. <laughs> Eight out of seventeen was not very impressive.
1: Yeah, Dules and I both got ten, so we yeah, we tied. Uh, hey, we beat him. Yeah, we beat him.
5: <laughs> I, I got a lot of a lot of backdoor a lot of backdoor covers killed me. That's what you she know, said. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Hey, the reason I'm calling. Uh, I'm all aboard Napier. I think Napier's the right guy. I think he's a CEO type that we need. I said that from back when they were looking for him. The only question I've got about Napier, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but sometimes your ego gets in the way. Sometimes and that's for everybody; it's, it's all of us. And I think, I think and people are going to shoot me down on this. I think he needs to let this calling plays and, and and developing the offense. He needs to leave that to someone that that's his that's his job 24/7, five, seven days a week. Instead of because he's got to watch recruiting, he's got to watch the team, he's got to watch players' discipline, he's got to watch. You know what other coaches are doing. There's so many things to do as a head coach, and Kirby did that. Kirby thought he could come in and do all the stuff, and look how good they've gotten since they got an offensive coordinator. Their offense has gotten better. Well, but the he was a defensive
2: guy. He he never he was, was coaching the offense. That, yeah. He
5: he let it go though. He let he let the other coaches do the job.
2: Yeah, but he and still I, I coaches that it. defense. Believe me, he he's he's the main that, defensive he would, coordinator. He wouldn't
5: have a say though in what goes through the. I mean, even guys that that, that let guys do it. It still goes through their headset. And if he thinks it's stupid, he's still the CEO. He still says, that's dumb. We're not going to do that. But you're going to have to have somebody to develop this. I mean, look at the game Saturday. They're doing play-action passes on fourth and long. Who does that? Well, Who in the world and the whole stadium thought they were going to run the ball? Where does play-action I, help look, in that situation? I was not yeah.
2: a big fan of anything that they really did offensively in that game because – I know why they ran the ball up the middle on three third and longs, okay? I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to get five yards and make it a shorter fourth down. But they weren't good enough to get four yards. Um, Georgia's defense is too good, and Georgia was going to take away the run. Uh, they were going to make Anthony Richardson beat him in the passing game. So what did they get on those three third downs? I would bet more, no more than two yards total. No, you're right and like and that, so the next thing is, two of them they didn't even go back. for it after that, and the the third one they did, and it it didn't work so no there was i don't, I wasn't a big fan of the play calling in the game, but I will say this it's the same thing that people are saying about Jimbo Fisher. he needs to get rid of the play calling. he needs to bring in an offensive coordinator it's It's what Mark Rick dealt with when he was at Georgia. he needed to get an offensive coordinator. I understand that, and it, a lot of times it's hard to let it go because you also look at guys like Steve Spurrier, who certainly never was gonna let it go because he was the best at it. Lane can do do it. I'll
5: say he was in a class by himself. I mean, very few people have been able to do it. He was. And but for the majority of coaches, it's something that they just can't do. But that takes you're talking about the fourth down, that goes back to the the AR thing, is two plays on fourth down he throws the ball of bounds mm-hmm. what's he thinking i mean what is he thinking Yeah, I mean, he even, thinking even on-
2: though the last one was insignificant because the game was over it's still it's just, just you just went just throw it down the field for and and hope you catch it and, and and maybe you feel good about yourself after the game that that yeah two times on fourth down he goes right up there with uh with uh Kyle Morris and uh Jimbo Jimmy Fisher, not Jimbo Fisher, but Jimmy Fisher. And I think there was another guy who threw it out of bounds on fourth down. No, it wasn't Kyle Morris. It was uh, <laughs> David Bowden. That. David Bowden threw it out of bounds on fourth down to stop the clock.
5: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just perception. He misses, he misses guys running wide open all over the field. There's guys standing like 20 feet away, and he looks the other way. Mm-hmm. And he overthrows people. I mean, I don't want to bash the kid, but I mean, Shane Matthews has said it over and over. The kid is never going to be a good passer. He's just not. He's an athlete. He's a great athlete. He's just not a quarterback. Yeah, now I will say this.
2: I I, I agree with most things Shane says. I don't think it's impossible to make him a great quarterback. It is going to take a lot of work by somebody who really knows the position well and knows how to make him a great quarterback because when you have that much talent and that good an arm – Somebody can make you into a great quarterback,
1: whether that's in the NFL or college, or maybe not at all. Yeah, but but see, to me though, Hoosier Gator and, and Pat, like I don't, I don't, I think it's a not at all because at this point you're you're developing. So You're saying on yes, nowhere, maybe you would go with no way. Yes, because at this point <laughs> in life, I mean, you're you're playing at the highest level, right? And third year in your program, I, yeah. And I don't think you're going to be able to then figure it out past that, like the really good ones are good at the start and then they get better. It doesn't hey, take them time and it doesn't have all the flaws. Like nobody's perfect right away. I get that. But there's a lot of people that can step in at this level and be pretty darn successful. And I did like the way he was
2: responding to miss passes and everything. He was up. I mean, he his, Yeah, Okay. Get his, mad. But so how about you just complete them? I know. No, no, I, you know, calm down. Okay. I'm just saying at least there was some care that we haven't seen maybe in the past.
1: Because he's seeing the, the dollar bills f- fluctuate away from his wallet. They
2: aren't going anyway. They're Here, not going anywhere. Thing, hey, Jeff, here's
5: my thing. is Some of these things you can't teach. Correct. Okay? You can't teach a kid to see the field. That, you either got that God-given talent or you don't. Okay. And I'll refer back about, what, four or five years ago, Felipe Franks is the same, was the same person. He could not see the field. He had a great arm. He was a pretty good athlete. And you know what? And Pat, back to your statement two colors ago, you said there's nobody in the stable that, that, that can take his place. How do we know that? Everybody said the same thing about Kyle Trask. We have nobody in the locker room that can take Felipe Franks' place. until. Felipe no, Franks nobody right? ever said that. And then that. we found out. <laughs> yeah, they did no,
2: nobody ever said that. Everybody, We were we were on this show talking up Kyle Trask for years. Yes, before. I mean, I've been
1: doing that worked, since
5: yeah. birth.
2: No, since but the very beginning. He, was
5: the man. he thought he was the man, and nobody wanted to make the change. And you know what? How much worse could this offense be if we did go with Kitna or Miller? How much worse could it be?
2: Not much. Probably about the because same, and you still wouldn't win.
5: That's right. So what's the matter? We're losing, and you know, let's just try something different because that's that's the sign of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. But like I said, I I think Billy's going to get it fixed. It's it's going to be longer than I wanted and I thought it would take. But I've, I've come to the realization it's going to take a long time. It really is. It, this he's got is a really bad shape. He's got a lot it's of
1: work to do. Too. Obviously, to bro- the players need to, to to get here first. It's a broken program, yeah. and and he yeah, needs really to is. fix to fix the locker room and some of the individuals yeah. that think they're better than the program.
5: Right, it just hurts to say it as a Florida fan, but it, it's reality. But sure, hey, and it makes it that coaches.
1: much harder when you're dealing with the NIL stuff. This is something
2: that no coaches have had to deal with in the past, and now all of a sudden you're dealing with that on top of maybe some entitlement, maybe some I my poop doesn't stink because I got four stars, that kind of stuff. It's 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 difficult to be a head coach. There's a reason why they get paid so much money, but I mean I was just thinking, Jeff and who's your Gator? When's the last Great Gator quarterback in terms of seeing the whole field and in terms of Stop having that. a great Try arm. Trask. Okay, when's the last one before that? Um, Sexy Rexy? Yes. I, that, that, to me, are the last two great Florida quarterback quarterbacks. Yeah, Obviously, Tebow was something special as a player. But right. the last two great quarterbacks that saw the whole field and saw guys breaking open – were Trask and Grossman. And yep. that's and that's it's in 22 twenty two years. years. Yeah.
5: yeah. But they're out there, Pat.
2: They are. They are. Florida doesn't have they one right now, one. that's for sure.
5: No. Hey, real quick. And I don't
2: think they have one on the bench either. I'm sorry. I just real. don't Go ahead.
5: Maybe not. Real quick here you want to make some money this
2: weekend? Yep. Take Tennessee and
5: oh. eight and
2: a half points. What a what a what that's giving money away. I agree yeah. with you a hundred percent on that.
11: What are they thinking? I oh, I I'm to go going fly, to like, Vegas
2: right tonight, Jeff. You get the car. Let's go. Go to Vegas.
1: You need a plane.
5: If my if my wife would let me have all the money, I would bet on it. I mean, that's how that's how much of a sure thing I see this thing is.
2: Yeah, but I, I think Tennessee's going to win straight up. But I will tell you, getting eight I, and a half I, points I is ridiculous.
5: Yeah, but maybe they know something I don't
2: know. No, they know how to get people to bet, and people aren't going to bet against Georgia. Yeah. Unless you give them a huge spread, because George is a defending yeah. national champ, they haven't lost this year. They just decimated Florida, so that's what the the these guys there's there's a reason all these tall buildings are in Las Vegas. <laughs> with there's a reason why you can go to Las Vegas and see all the seven wonders without having to go to Egypt
1: or or anywhere else. <laughs> They're actually about to tear down a couple of. Uh... You still have have the
2: pyramid, though, right? You have the Eiffel Tower. What else do you need to see?
1: All right, Hoosier Gator. Thank you, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. And listen, we'll talk about this all week with with Anthony Richardson. But, I I mean, I I guess I've seen it enough, Pat. I've seen guys come in here with a 94-mile-an-hour fastball that should be really good, and they just can't get anybody out.
2: Well, you look at the guy who's going to – Play against him this week, Wegman, yeah, I watched the entire game last Saturday night,
1: even after he got concussed, and Jimbo pulled him away from the trainer
2: yeah he did. Hey, you're going back uh, yeah you're again. going back yeah in. you're you're not hurt, yeah, but he throws everything is ninety seven miles an hour, yeah, and a lot of times it gets wild or it, it, the guys can't catch it um and that's the thing you have to learn, and you have to get better at now. he's a freshman, and you would hope he would get better at it. But that's the same kind of deal, where guys are trying to throw NFL passes in a college game.
1: I'm just, like You have to have more than just the athleticism yeah. and the tools. Like, there, there has to be something in between your ears you that teaches you field, how to pitch, know where guys are supposed how to get to go. out, how yes. to do all these things. Like, it's, it's, it's like that in every sport. How to throw a flat slider
2: to Pat Burrell. You have to know how to do those things.
1: I was, it was actually a pretty good pitch. He just went down and got it. Okay. So he was the best player in college That's not baseball. what he says.
2: He says it came up there at 30 miles an hour.
1: Yeah, just a little puss. <laughs> All right, we need a break. We'll do that. Come back with more. You are listening to The Tailgate, powered by Gatorland Toyota.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending No. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Lane Shabazz. Kickoff for November 12th's football game against the Gators versus the Gamecocks will be at 4 p.m. and will take place here at the Swamp. This is the last home game of their regular season for the Gators, and this game can be watched on SEC Network. The Cincinnati Bengals are taking on the Cleveland Browns tonight at 8.15 p.m. The Bengals are 4-3 and, and the Browns are 2-5. In the AFC North, the Bengals are ranked number two, and the Browns are ranked number three. In baseball, the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies are playing their third game of the World Series tonight at 8:03 p.m. Currently, they are tied, one and one. Make sure you tune in here at 8:15 for live game coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lane Shabazz.
0: ESPN
1: 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. W R U F. big mills is a small place with a big taste
12: the biggest and final store-wide sale of the year is this weekend at international diamond center get extra savings store-wide at the lowest price plus 36 months zero interest finance and it's like double the selection with all the industry's top designers here with their entire collections Everything's thing's on sale it's a three-day, day 60 million dollar event lowest prices before the holidays including over a thousand new diamonds purchased just for this event you can't miss it this friday saturday and sunday only only The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details.
8: Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net.
13: My name is LeBron C. Martin, and I'm a candidate for court judge. When I'm asked, why are you running for judge, I say this. First, I believe very strongly in the idea that you should try to leave the world a little bit better than what you found. Second, the bench needs the type of professional person that I offer as an assistant publisher. And finally, when you have been blessed as I have by a community, then you are obligated to pay it for on and before November eight, please vote for a Bronson Martin. I'm a Bronty Martin candidate for Circuit Court Judge, and I approve this message. Political advertising paid for and approved by a Broncy Martin campaign for Circuit Court Judge Group Twelve.
0: Sportsy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN ninety eight FM eight fifty AM W R U F, and on your phone with the W R U F Radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF and on
2: your phone with the WRUF radio app. Oh, I'm getting scared now. That's The Exorcist movie,
1: right? Is it? Music, I think. I don't know. I don't like scary movies.
2: I don't either. I don't like horror movies. I, I love The Exorcist, The Thing... Like my top three horror movies, The Exorcist and the Thing, and so you're not
1: gonna go see Jamie Lee Curtis and the last one I like Halloween? Halloween
2: I like well, I like the first one i i would I would go with Halloween probably as a third one, or it could be a Clute. you ever see Clute? No Clute was a horror movie. Jane Fonda was a hooker. It's <laughs> an old Cheech and
1: Chong joke okay.
2: Yeah, man, it's a horror movie. Oh, is Jane Fonda in it, man?
1: <laughs> All right, let's get uh, back to the great calls today. Old Gator joins us next. What's up, Old Gator? Hey,
11: thanks for taking my call, boys. Hey, I got a question going back a few weeks and a couple comments on last week. Uh, probably not, not much original, but anyway, uh, Jeff, you were at the Florida Tennessee game, right? I was. Could you see who Anthony was? attempting to throw the ball to on the last place when he was tackled, you know, ended up throwing an interception because I can't find our 11th player. Was he in the end zone behind those defenders? Do you have to remember? He was,
1: I was actually down in the end zone on the Gator sideline and there was, there was a guy there, but he got hit. Yeah, he got hit. And, and that's what you just,
2: do on, you don't rush three on. Yeah, on a So he there. just, he couldn't get enough they, on
1: the throw, but there was yeah. a guy down there in the end zone. It was Pearsall.
11: Okay. Well, that, that's, I, 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 I had, you know, you, the TV angles kind of tight and I, Looked at it two or three times. I've been meaning to ask since I just had, had time to call, but anyway, yeah. I figured their our eleventh guy either got pushed out of boundaries down in the end zone, but you know Anthony couldn't get it off. And they did what Coach Spurrier said. They didn't rush. <laughs> they yeah. rushed enough guys to stop it.
2: You never know? rush three. Uh, I, I would never.
11: Oh, 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 was that only three?
2: Yeah. No. Oh, no, well then we whipped on a block. No, I, I'm block
1: saying block. never rush three. Yeah, they, never, they they rush oh, several they? guys to make yeah. sure they don't. Get they the rush five. Off. Yeah, and that was what give Georgia credit. The same thing every time that it was a fourth down, they would send the house to try yep. to yeah, exactly. make sure Richardson couldn't do anything.
11: Yeah, it was not it's not quite fourth and dumb because he wasn't trying to stop the clock, but it, but you got to throw it somewhere on fourth down. But anyway, I was going to make a comment on uh, last week. I I was. Uh, I was hoping for a more improvement than what I saw, but I did see some improvement. There was still some hesitation on tackling, but there was better tackling. The, the turnovers were encouraging. I mean, we you know we outplayed them for the third quarter and most of the fourth until it didn't matter. Uh, so the, the the improvements are incremental, and you know Gator fans want it to be more than that, of course. But um, I just want to comment on Tennessee, and well, I'll say one thing on recruiting. Our fans, Pat, I guess you coined the frame "idiots." Uh, our fans almost act like there's no transfer portal and there's no guys that ever change their mind before signing day. Because I'm Kermani i Kermani McLean, I stopped reading after a while on Twitter, but I thought, you know, why would he change his mind and come to Florida if, if, if he or his mom or somebody read these comments or told about him? I mean, Whatever his reasons were, people changed their mind and now with the transfer portal, they really do. And I'm sure our coaches are are welcoming him to change his mind and trying to get him to do that. But it's really not helpful uh, to criticize a 17 year old for a decision. You don't know why he made it and that he might change his mind. I think we're, I think we're hurting the very thing they're complaining about when they do that
2: well when um, i when I refer but, to gideots, I'm talking about people that are extreme. I'm not talking about all gator fans, as you know oh I mean, no no ninety percent of gator ninety five percent of gator fans I think are clear thinking smart people, but there's five percent that are gideots that complain yeah, about yeah, everything I, I'd, they I'd complain like, when they're winning they complain when they're losing they complain they 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 don't like the way the guy is uh, body uh languages they don't like the way he smiles. Things like that. Those yeah. are the people that, I, that drive me nuts.
11: Well, I hope it's even less than 5%. I've learned through the years in leadership things that uh, when people come to you as a leader and they say, you know, they're saying, and you, this proverbial they, uh, you know, I always say, okay, now, how many people is this? Or is it three people repeating the same, like in an echo chamber, repeating the same thing? You know, uh, anyway, I, I just feel like they're hurting the very thing they're complaining. That's really foolish. It's it's unkind yep, it's unkind humanly but, it, but but it's foolish. Um on Tennessee and Georgia I, I would uh I would think that Georgia should be favored that eight and a half point y'all said. I was kinda of surprised at that. But that's really a that's really just more than a touchdown. Look, I lived in Nevada for years and these and you can tell on the sports talk shows they're not like this one. It is all about inducing bets and enticing bets. Sure. And th- that's all it's about. And, and I, I get that, so they're trying to get that. But I will say this: I think Georgia has a better overall team. But I saw enough receivers on Florida running open that were not throwing the ball to. Tennessee won't miss that many of them. Uh, if, if we can get, re- what well, I'm seeing, if we can get receivers open, Tennessee can get them open. And uh, Georgia's going to have to play better defense to beat Tennessee than they did to beat Florida.
1: Yeah, and they're
11: going uh, to. I, Go ahead. When they show those, well, I was just going to say, when they show those end zone views, you can't always see it from the sideline view. But when they show those end zone views, there's there's someone open more than not. I mean, Anthony just hadn't figured out how to see him, or he locks in on one guy. I see him move his head some, but you know, after a while, I played quarterback a little bit. You you know who's likely to get open based on their skill and where they line up. You know, and he does find some of them. You know. But Tennessee's yep. guys, they get guys open, and the guy didn't miss them much. And and they, they could. It wouldn't surprise me if they beat Georgia even on the road. I, that's all I'm saying.
1: All right, Oh, Gator. Thank you. Got to run. Yeah,
2: that. I mean, I'd, I'm leaning towards just picking them straight up. Let alone with the eight and a half points. Um,
1: I I think they're better. We will see. Plenty of time to discuss that as well in a whole another hour on this show. So three nine two eight two five five. You want to jump in, Tony and Mike? Hang through the break. We'll get you right. When we come back here on the tailgate.
0: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville.
1: From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill
0: Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
8: You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top-dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how ghettos has got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car-buying experience ever.
4: Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on time of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation.
8: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's
1: 352 400 in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352 400 Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6.
5: You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms.
1: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
5: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, meldenlaw.com.
12: How many times have you looked around your house and said, one day, one day I'll add that pool, or remodel that kitchen, or maybe even take a dream vacation? Here at Radiant Credit Union, we say that day could be today. With our low-rate home equity line of credit, you can access the value of your home to make your dreams a reality. We offer an easy application, low rates, and in some cases, no closing costs. Radiant puts your home equity in your hands. Visit radiantcu.org slash HELOC and get started on your home equity line today. Federally insured by NCUA.
1: Star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself.
8: This program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. With Jeff
0: Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air, quiet on the set. We're all sound action. You can be part of the show by calling three nine two talk. That's three nine two eight two five five. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
2: I love this tweet from a, somebody who put this up about Brian Harsin getting fired. They said, you know, there is a coach at UCF who's doing really well and a quarterback at Oregon who's a Heisman candidate. Maybe you could get him to transfer and get <laughs> – no, yeah. anyway. You already you had do? that. You had that. It didn't work out.
1: Yeah, Weird. How that uh, didn't work out. Well, that is Pat Dooley. I'm Jeff Cardozo. If you're just now tuning in, it's a Sonic Sound off Monday. Jake is here taking all the uh, calls and been plenty of them so far as we uh, continue to break down what's going on with the Skater football team. Four and four with uh, four to go. But four winnable games and maybe four a couple games. losable games. No, still, I think they're all losing. You're not losing to Vandy.
2: What? Why not? I'm not losing to South you Carolina. You can't stop home. anybody.
1: But. I just look. I impossible. I think
2: Spencer Rattler is terrible. Okay, yeah. I watched that game Saturday night. He's awful. He's not any good. I don't know what happened to him. Somehow, it, he's just not, become not good. Yeah, Vanderbilt doesn't have a lot of good players. They certainly don't. There's not many rosters. Florida dominates, but that roster they dominate. But the way Florida's played in defense this year, now up to I think it's four thirty-nine a, a yards a game. Historically bad, still. I mean, I, I don't think that, uh, there's a lock in on, on any game. In fact, I'm surprised Texas A&M, which is 1-4 in four in the
1: conference, is still favored. I'm surprised they're not bigger favored. All right. Let's get back to the phones. Tony is ready to chat. Hey, Tony.
14: Fellas, how you doing? if I tell you, patience. Yep. Um, uh, Pat, uh, you you talk you you kind of segue right, right into what I was going to make a point. Uh, anybody heard of Bo
2: Nix? Yes, I've heard of him, and I see what he's doing at Oregon. He's he he's in the terrible. mix for the Heisman. I wouldn't vote for him because when he played against a a real team in the SEC, he got, he got three points. But
14: right, he was terrible in Auburn. Uh, but he was terrible
2: him? at Auburn. You're right.
14: Anybody remember hooker at Virginia Tech? They're
2: Not good. Him?
14: Not good. Patience. These guys, we're drooling over these guys now because they're in different systems that fit them. Um, I think we just have to be patient with um, A.R. Um, no, he's not going to look like we want him to look, but in terms of, you know, give Napier a chance to see what he could do with him. Now, on the flip side, you know, the coaching man is saying, I don't care if we don't complete a pass, but be who you are. And you're the best athlete on the field, but he doesn't act like it. Mm -mm. You know, um, there's times where he could take off and run, and you can see him thinking, should I make a pass or I throw? Mom, who cares if you, you become the next Joe Montana? We want you to be the best Anthony Richardson. And that means running the ball.
2: And,
1: and, and Tony, he he never keeps it on the on the read. He always hands it off. I mean, there were several times in that game where he had the opportunity to. Instead, they ran into a pile of yeah? And, and he yeah. just he he hands it off. He just they're like I agree with you. I think he needs to be balls to the wall, Anthony Richardson, and we're not seeing that. It's not the the competitive nature. Like when things are going well, it's okay. I'll pump my fists and I'll I'll get a little bit excited if if I incomplete a pass and. Uh, oh shocks and I'll kind of grab my head for a second but there's just there's not that that fire and that's- and I, I would love to see that because if he showed that with what he possesses inside that body it can be pretty darn good
14: right that's my biggest break with him it's third and six you pull it there's one guy that may be out there hey hey I'm better than you yep and challenge him. I'm better than you. I'm gonna beat you. And when he sideline. when he
2: started doing that a little bit in the second half, what happened? He ran over people. You know, he he broke tackles. Guys were yeah. punching at him. You know, he, it, it, I I just don't understand why in the first half he just didn't do that, any of that.
14: Yeah, and we're not stupid, Florida. I mean, I know Florida fans, people on Florida fans. Oh, you thought AR was all that? But we know talent. We know generational talent. You know what I'm saying? When I. It it may not be upstairs, but you know, and I kind of relate him to a guy like Ben Simmons, you know, where you have all this ability, but mentally you don't have the mental to go with it,
1: mm-hmm.
14: and I'm looking worse than you would have used as an average kid.
1: Yeah, it's a good
14: point. I just I, I just I wanted to be patient with him, but somehow I think Billy's job as a coach is he got to let he had to he had to bring it out of. Anthony, you don't have to make him a great quarterback, but you can make him compete. Come to make leader and be, compete. That's all we're asking for.
1: Yep. And
2: all I right, think so it's very different. Tony, thank you, Tony. I think it's difficult when you take over a job and you get to know people, and sometimes it takes a while to get the best out of them. Um, you know, obviously, when Coach Spurger came in here, nobody even knew who Shane Matthews was, except he had been involved in that. Gambling issue. That was the only – we didn't even know he was on the team. And he ends up being the SEC player of the year. Twice. Yeah. So, um, you know, it depends on how you are at developing it. And and that's an, – I had this question um, earlier this year – or earlier this week, which would have been today, because today's Monday, about whether maybe Billy Napier needs to hire an offensive coordinator. You know, and I'm like, eh, you know. I don't think that's what he wants to do. I think he feels like his offense will work, but he's got to get the right guy to run
1: it. Yeah, it's worked. Plenty of other places.
2: And, I, and look, I and I, I wrote about this in one of my things I did this week, and some people got mad because they're – like the pro Billy Napier people, and I'm pro Billy Napier. I believe Billy Napier is going to do get it done. But the pro really gung-ho pro Billy Napier people – were questioning me for questioning their play calling. I think when you're playing a the number 1 team in the country, you're unranked, you're 4 and 3, you probably need to let it hang out a little bit more. It was still the same exact five plays we see over and over and over again. And let me tell you what, that bootleg is scouted. No you're it's not working anymore. It's almost like remember when about the 7th or 8th game with when um McElwain would run that bootleg play, and after a while, it just wasn't there because everybody knew it was coming. That's where it is with Florida, and I think they need to they need to rethink the way they're running their offense.
1: But do you also think I that think. the person running the offense maybe can't do a lot of the stuff that they want to do?
2: But if you're going to run that play. There's there's two options on it and they're both covered. It's not going to work. And if you keep running it, and that's your only bootleg play, you got to have a variation on it. You got to have okay, I'm going to bootleg it, and I may throw it back the other way for a screen, or I I may I may uh, do something else. I you know they're running the same plays over and over and over again. And you're right. I I don't disagree with you on that, Jeff. That clearly they don't have confidence in their quarterback to give him a lot Mm -hmm. okay but as a result the offense has gotten very predictable i would at least have thrown a reverse or something in there it's something some kind of flea flicker something just to make it fun to practice for god's sakes you know it just it's not much
1: all right back to the phones mike's turn to join us hey mike
10: well thank you guys i appreciate that um you know, I think two two weeks ago in pregame, uh, Anthony Richardson said, I don't like to get hit, I don't like to get dirty. And that pretty much explains the way he's playing. But, I, you know, I've heard an unbelievable amount of criticism of the players, uh, not much of the coaches, because you find out, Pat, Pat, what you get when you criticize the coach, that people come down on you. But to me, uh the person who's more uh, responsible for this, what the football program is, is not coach napier it's not the fans it's not the players it's scott strickland since since he came here we've paid 26 million dollars to fire three failed coaches right now we're battling vanderbilt for the worst team in the league we're i believe we're four and 15 or four and 16 in the last 20 games only vanderbilt has a worst That's record
2: a three and twelve the
10: university it's, it's but the actually
2: team. they're battling Texas a and to be the next the worst team in the league right okay.
10: now. Okay, you, I stand corrected. Um, but in, in, in the last few years, we've watched Mullins, I mean not Mullins, McIlwain and Muschamp give us the worst statistical offenses in the history of Gator football. Now in last year and this year, we've been given the worst statistical defenses in the history of Gator football uh it it's just and all this is stemming from a coaching hires and having the program not run the right way and this is not even talking about the women's basketball program abuse, the abuse the men's basketball program that's gone to the middle to the bottom of the league seven years the guy never got really better uh it's just there's not a championship feel over there anymore now with the guys that have already been that fully hired yeah they still have that but I don't see that anymore. I just don't see the fire. I don't see the fire in the coaches. I don't see the fire in the players. I just think from three failed coaches, the, the, just the morale over there and the feeling of, you know, given a hundred percent has just deteriorated. And you've got a bunch of prima donnas who, even though they've just been given the Taj Mahal still don't play hard half the time. It's going to take a few years, it looks like. To number one, if you can ever build that back up, look at FSU and Miami. They they went down like that. They've never been able to build back up. It's hard to do. Once you get down this low, it's hard to come back. And uh, just uh, the one person who's to blame is Scott Strickland. He's the one that hired these guys. He's the one who let Mullen embarrass the university over and over again. Finally, fi- before he finally fired him. He, he's the one that hired uh, McElwain, who did the fake death threats. I mean, it's just... Uh, he
2: didn't hire McIlwain, okay? So, he didn't hire Mike White McEl- either. So, those are two coaches that No, I'm
10: not saying... I thought McIlwain was... Well, who was first? Muschamp or McIlwain?
2: Muschamp. McIlwain hire, was hired yeah, by uh, Jeremy Foley.
10: No, Muschamp was hired by Foley. McIlwain was hired by... Is what I thought.
2: Uh, no, maybe I had it that's back. incorrect. But they were still... Both of them were hired by uh, by Jeremy.
10: So, he's only hired one football coach?
2: He so hired two. Mullen and Napier.
10: Yeah, I thought he's you. Mullen, that, who went to
2: three, correct. three New Year's bowls and and Napier. <laughs> yeah,
10: and what I'm not saying Na- Napier's skills is to be proven, but that we've what we've been given. You know, Florida fans. Oh, how can not believe Florida fans complain? Well, when you're what, three and twelve, what we are in the SEC. When you're, you know, when you give up 550 yards and 42 points, and people are calling and saying, "I see improvement." No, you saw a Georgia team that put their second and third team in. So, it's just right now, uh, I would have hoped that his he would have built up the team's effort. And at least the effort would have been better than last year. But I don't see the effort, you know, in spurts, you know, little spurts they are. But I can't remember the whole, a whole game the Gators have played and given 100% the whole time. And until we start, until we can get the players to play hard, you know, it's, it's, it's just worthless. So I, you know, so now it's the players' I, I, fault
1: or the coach's fault? Which one?
10: No, it's, it's everyone's fault. But the number one fault is Scott. Fans' fault? I think the fans, think the fans are, the,
2: are to blame for oh, it all.
10: Oh yeah, I know. You always say that because the fans <laughs> don't fight <write> autograph <laughs> balls. <laughs> okay. the fans have nothing to do with it. The so fans filled the stadium. Then why then why, then why show
2: up if it? you have nothing to do with it?
10: No, I'm saying the fans have done their part. When Mullen said "fill the stadium and we'll win," they filled the stadium. It, in the last twelve years, they won. even with three. It, Oh, I didn't win. I who went last who year. would you have
1: hired up. instead of Napier, Mike?
10: Oh, I wouldn't have Napier's. I liked what Napier's doing. I, the program had to be cleaned up morale-wise, and he's going to do that. So until you clean it up that way, it's never going to get better.
1: So then, so why it, is it Strickland's fault?
10: Because I'm talking about Strickland as uh, over. So
1: we went it's to three open- New over- Year's for- Six bowl games in four years I- under Mullen.
10: Yes, but look what he left the program. We left the program with no talent. So that's not good. I don't want a guy who has a couple good years and then ruins the program. Come on.
1: But you didn't it's know just, he was going to ruin the program. He saved the he program. He came out of nowhere. I think he for all of us, came, it came out of nowhere. Bad. How fans bad?
10: saying for years his recruiting was bad. And, all, and then, then the fans would get blasted. Oh, he knows what he's doing. He can turn three stars into five stars. Well, he didn't. And it finally caught up after the last coach's talent ran off. He couldn't recruit anybody. Look how bad the the, the talent is right now. 50, Georgia's had fifteen five stars. We've had two. Yeah, and how many
1: how many, how bad many years have, did Georgia yeah. have before Kirby Smart got there?
10: Yeah, and Kirby Smart turned around. And okay, I hope so, so yeah, are trying to do I, that. I'm still, i know he is, but I'm saying Todd uh, Stretton has not done a good job. When you pay twenty six million dollars to fire three coaches, that's not fiscally good. That's almost I,
2: that's almost half of what Auburn's. Paid
1: out fire no, no
10: and that was stupid too, wasn't it?
1: It'll no. be a quarter it, of what they had to pay was stupid to fire it, Brian A Quarter of what they've got to pay to no, get rid no, of Jimbo. It was,
10: it was good. That's for only for one guy, time, but, <laughs> but they <laughs> had to pay him off. And it, it, these athletic directors need to stop signing these sweetheart contracts. That when you fail, we still pay you seven million a year. That's just ridiculous.
2: Well, then you're not yeah. going to ever get anybody to come to the, your school. The, yeah, that's, no, that's what is
1: the norm.
2: So what are you saying? A yeah. guy is going to say, yeah, I'll come there. You can fire me after the first year if I don't do well, and I'm, no, I, no, you don't have to end pay end me that. anything.
10: No, if you have a three-year contract, you live up to three-year contract. But after one or two years, you don't extend it
2: out. Nobody's going to come anywhere for a three-year contract.
10: Well, well, excuse me. This football program here, I guarantee you somebody will want to come here. This well, is how somebody, so yeah.
2: I'm sure they could get, you know, I'm sure Shane would coach him for extension. three years.
10: Yeah, was it good to give Mullen an extension? Was it good to give McIlwain an extension? Was it good to give the women's basketball uh,
2: guy <laughs> <I laughs> That was That was a huge mistake. There's no question yeah. about it.
10: Yeah, and there's been one mistake after another. been one embarrassment after another. Napier's the right guy. For right now, but I don't think Strickland is. Okay. Like, we need to get somebody.
2: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I, I, again, once again, I'm mesmerized
1: by the yeah, conversation. Yeah. Look at what Scott has done for the fans and the people that are going to see the games and how much better he's made all these places for them to go to. Like, that's what it's all about. That's what he's doing really, look, really I, well.
2: Look, I, Scott certainly did not handle the women's basketball situation well. We all know that. Okay. That was a screw up he has you know he hired Dan Mullen and it was basically because a lot of people turned him down including Chip Kelly including Scott Frost including Mike Gundy because i mean this is i mean Gator fans think this is the greatest job in the world it's not always the greatest job in the world he settled on Dan Mullen because he felt like Mullen had learned enough and it turned out as as it went along He realized, no, he's still the same it's-all-about-me guy that he always was, right? Smartest guy in the room, didn't want to work hard at recruiting. It took a while to find out that that was what he had become. Again, he had come back to that. I don't think he was that when he walked in the door.
1: Mm -mm. In fact... We talked he, a lot. He got about, cocky and arrogant and said, "This is pretty easy. I can."
2: We do talked this. a lot in the first two years of Dan Mullen how much we liked him
1: versus the guy that we that inevitably saw at the end
2: was a total. No, but the guy who was a total oh, that was jerk here the first when he was here time. the first yeah. time. In fact, I know this for a fact. Uh, Jeremy Foley walked into Dan Mullen's office after he got hired here. After a few weeks went by, and said, "I should have hired you earlier. I'm sorry. It was my fault." I just, you and I didn't get along when you were here before. And now I'm sure Jeremy Foley's going, "I, I was right about him all along. Okay, whatever. Okay, so they went and got Billy Napier, and I think Billy Napier is going to be the right guy. I'm not even sure why we should trust anybody to believe he's going to be the right guy. You hope that because we know a little bit about the program and a little bit about what's going on at the University of Florida and a little bit about the SEC, that we're normally pretty right about some of these things. And I think Napier is on the right track for what they want to do. It's going to take a while.
1: Yeah, it ain't happening But it
2: ain't, it ain't a Scott Strickland problem.
1: Nope. I agree. All right, back to the phones. Ramy is ready to chat. Hey, Ramy.
15: Hey, guys. Long time to talk. Yeah, miss you. Miss you. And I met your mom a few months ago, Jeff. I'm, I called and you were out when I uh, called and let me know. Oh, sweet. Let, let you know. Yeah, and they turned to were at the same, my wife and her were the same. Uh, repeated doctor oh nice hey so so you you guys kind of just answered you really you said what i was going to call about right first of all i i I love billy napier i i i've been in project management for a long time and he is an incredible program manager he's going to do great he really is a ceo of a corporation and he's doing it the right way building it from the bottom up investing in people but you guys just said it right that's i'm so confused on how this team played Alabama down to the wire last year, had gone to three New Year's Day bowl games. Was I mean, if it wasn't for our defense in 2020, we probably would have made the college football playoff. And all of a sudden, the players are terrible, and Dan Mullen didn't recruit. I mean, yeah, he he wasn't recruiting in the top five, but I think his classes were always around the top ten and maybe even seven or eight for a couple of his classes. And all of a sudden, it's all the players that aren't, doing the right thing under, under Billy Napier, I, you know, I, I'm not looking to blame anybody. I'm completely on the Billy bandwagon from a program manager standpoint, and I, I'm praying he's the right coach, but it's everything you guys are talking about, right? This team was decent. Last year it all fell apart because Dan Mullen didn't give a crap, and obviously the players didn't give a crap, but it's just hard to believe that, they're, that these players are as bad as they're looking on the field, and the coaches have to take – Responsibility, and I've heard you guys mention, and, and other people bring up that, you know, the Kentucky game when when Anthony Richardson just looked lost. There was nobody for him to talk to, right? Typically, a quarterback talking to, to the offensive coordinator up in in the in the stand or in the uh, boxes, you know, giving him some kind of guidance. You know, typically you would maybe sit down the quarterback for a series and just kind of talk to him, and and then let yep. the other guy go in and just fill in, right? He's not doing any of that, Billy Napier. If, you know, he just doesn't have any help, right? So he doesn't have time to go talk to, to, to Anthony in between series and, and, and kind of well, settle him down. Right? Yeah, and again,
2: this is the way he's always done things, and now uh, it may be something to – I'm not saying he needs to do it. I would never, ever tell a coach what he needs to do because he's the one who's dealing with the players and dealing with the co- other rest of the coaching staff but i would think that at the end of this year he's going to have to take a hard look at whether he needs another guy in his ear you know but he's got yeah. headphones on i mean i know he's listening to he's guys up to in somebody. the booth <laughs> yeah he's talking to somebody but um i don't know i mean it 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 certainly has been um a i i think it's been a disappointing first year but not a devastating first year for florida uh, with Billy Napier. I, I still think we see things heading the right way. Maybe they're not going as fast as we hoped they would. You know, like we we thought it would be like this meteoric rise in the second year they would win the national title the way Urban did, who was left way better players. Way, not even close to the level of players that uh, Billy Napier was left. Uh, but we th- I think a lot of people thought, well, Spurrier won the SEC his second year, must Champ won eleven games his second year. Mullen was in a New Year Six Bowl, won a New Year Six Bowl his second year. Um, McElwain was in the SEC title game, so we always all thought that. But I think he was left a bigger mess. So, but again, I, I I'm still disappointed in the way Florida has played through eight games. I, w- I will say and that. The, and the
15: lack. Last- and, and the lack of improvement, right? Amen. Nobody. Well, the lack it of the defense. Here.
2: I just cannot – this team, as bad as it is defensively, it should not be this bad defensively.
15: That's my point. It's like the players – these are the same players. that you know, A lot of them went to New Year's Day bowl game a couple of years ago. 2020 had a great season and, and, and played Alabama down to the wire beginning of last season, right? And so it's just really hard to understand. I, I mean, I'm not saying – I know what the solution is, but it's really hard to understand how we could be this bad on both defense and offense, right? Because our offense—I mean, it's like you guys keep saying, right? It's, I mean, have we thrown a single screen pass this year, right? When the defense is just—I don't,
2: don't recall one. Yeah.
15: on yeah on third and fourth down, my And again,
2: to I I know Jeff, you feel strongly about this that there's only so much they can give the quarterback, okay? Yeah. But there's still you gotta throw a screen pass every once in a while. Yeah. No, there's, there's more. They sure. ran one reverse all year and what did it go for? Eighty yard touchdown. Touchdown. Yep. You know, I, I just right don't guy. understand that that's the one criticism I have of Billy Napier as a play call is it's so vanilla still. Everything yep. is very vanilla. Now, has it been successful? They went into that game leading the nation in yards per rushing attempt. Well, Georgia said, we're not going to let you run the ball. We're going to make him throw it. And they stopped But well, they have 13 carries for
1: 13 yards. And they, the and they had down. a great plan. I don't, I don't know if you could see. You probably couldn't see it on TV. But Georgia would put five defensive five backs BBs, yeah. on the line yep. were to gain. So basically right, right at the first down marker and yeah. they would Which, allow... Instead of 12 yards off on third. Yeah, but maybe. they would allow. They would make Anthony Richardson have to make a decision, and he couldn't make the right decisions. Right. Or if he did make the right decision, he couldn't convert the pass because he overthrew it or threw it wide. It just wasn't accurate. So Georgia knew what the deficiencies were of the quarterback, and that's how they played defense to and it. And they knew they
2: well, could come K- up and Kentucky, make a, a tackle for three yards. Yeah, after it's completed Kentucky underneath. Gave him, yeah. Yeah. Kentucky gave
15: him the game plan, right? Yep. And, they, and they got much better athletes than the UK does, but Anyway, it's it's hard. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but it's just hard to to know that this team. Was the pretty
2: solution early is, last is year. to win
1: yeah. more games.
15: <laughs> we'll get there, coach. Go, Gators!
1: All right, thank you, Remy. All right, we need to snag a break. We will do that. We'll come back and uh, keep it going. Three nine two eight two five five. You want to jump in here on the tailgate?
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
16: Good afternoon, I'm Matt Rothman. Florida Gators football coach Billy Napier announced today that starting linebacker Brendan Cox Jr. has been dismissed from the program. However, he would not go into specifics for the reason. Also in Gator football news, Florida's home game against South Carolina on Saturday, November 12th will have a start time of 4 o'clock and will also be aired on the SEC Network. Week 8 of the NFL concludes tonight between a matchup with the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Game 3 of the World Series is also tonight, with the Philadelphia Phillies and Houston Astros even at one game apiece. Noah Syndergaard will make the start for the Phillies, opposed by right-hander Lance McCullers for the Astros. Tune in for live coverage starting at 8 o'clock. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM
1: WRUF. Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace from mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than oaks jewelry so stop in today summertime means fun time it's a chance to get out enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley so if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment there is nobody better in town than dr. Paul Gardner 727
9: after a mostly sunny and above average afternoon, we'll see lows tonight fall into the middle 60s under mostly clear to partly cloudy skies. Very similar to what we had this morning, I do expect patchy dense fog to be a concern for tomorrow morning's commute, especially during the early morning hours. That visibility could at times be under one mile. Tomorrow afternoon, plenty of sunshine and warm highs in the mid 80s. From the UF Weather Center, i Meteorologist Justin Ballard.
0: Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman.
9: What are some of your flight preferences? Jay
8: can't do the window seat. Got to do the aisle, a little claustrophobic. Desmond in South Carolina. I like the seat by the window better. Uh, are there any middle seat people out
17: there? Do you even
7: them. exist? If you fly with Jay on his private jet, you'll never have to worry about middle seats or any of that. Key,
0: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
8: This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM,
2: WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Bum, bum. Every time I hear that song, all I can think about it as a bass line, which Ray Parker stole for Ghostbusters and got sued and lost. Dun 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 dun, dun. Who are you gonna call? Dun dun Ghostbusters. Huey Lewis and the news song twice in concert. Let's go to the phones. ATX Gators up next. What's up, Gator? Hey fellas.
17: Tough weekend, but uh I think we all knew that one was coming, right?
2: Yeah, no surprise. It's like almost like when the game started, I go, just get this thing over with. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Florida's in the game, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And then, of course, they put their – and this is something – I don't know if Jeff and I have really talked about it. Florida put their second-team defensive line in the game there. They couldn't have been tired. They hadn't played but a few plays in the in the second half, and Georgia ran the ball four, five times in six plays and went right down the field and scored.
17: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, again, I think there's always things you can look back on questions so on and so forth. I just thought too, at that point, Georgia had made kind of all the mistakes they were gonna, right.
6: Mm-hmm. And we had
17: already just dug too deep a hole, you know, listening to the, to the, to the call of the radio and you're hearing, you know, either shade or Sean, they're saying, you know, oh, we need to hold here. We need to get another turnover. And it's like, I just don't see that happening. You know what I mean? Like that's, we had kind of exhausted all of the, <laughs> Uh, options we had at that point. I've but heard
2: of this. I, I've heard of this concept, and I've I've seen defenses use it. And it's a weird concept. And Jeff, let me let me ask you how many times you've seen it happen with Florida's defense this year, getting a three and out.
1: I mean, it, I, it's got to be like ten, maybe, all year. Yeah, doesn't happen three and outs. Doesn't happen a lot. But I think maybe the, you know the positive thing on the other side. Georgia hadn't given up a touchdown in the third yeah. quarter all year. They scored 17. And that was the Gators' worst quarter, and they, they figured it out after halftime a little bit. I give so. them credit for that. Yeah, I give
2: them credit for a lot of the things that Napier said about these guys not stop. And I don't agree with the con- the argument that Florida's not playing hard. Th- these guys are playing hard. They just are not always playing smart, and they're not always talented enough to play at that yeah. level.
17: Yeah, and, and- – I think, too, just in listening, right, a couple of things I called to chat about with you, but then in just listening to some of the other calls along the way there. Yeah, I think one of the things, too, is I wonder, Pat, to your point about, you know, Napier and some of the play calls and such, do you think there could be a part of it where he's saying, hey, I know we're not that good, but I want to rather than play a hokey-pokey offense that I know I'm not going to run. I'm going to instill the fundamentals of the offense we will run for the, my kind of entirety of my tenure, so that as better players get here, and even some of the other guys who are developing and will probably get better along the way, right? The the foundation of what we're trying to do yeah. is there, right? He's not wasting another year, you know, trying to win one more game this year.
2: No, I don't. I don't disagree with that. That that is a possibility. It's not something personally I think is a good idea because I still think you try to win every game you play. And um you know, especially the the thing that, that is a little bit um frustrating is the way they let it all hang out in Knoxville and then didn't let it all hang out in Jacksonville. That bothers me a little bit. I yeah. would yeah, I would have let it all hang out in both that's places. that's also
1: two different defenses.
2: It is, but you're if you're if you're saying we can't score, why are you even come to the ballpark?
17: Well, and listen, both of you know I, I am guilty as charged, the complete Homer, um, and and sometimes cannot see things objectively for my beloved Gators. But I will say, and nobody does. <laughs> I <laughs> I think Billy could do is you know to to the point before about you know on a read option or whatever, and he's always giving it. How about don't, don't make it an option? It's QB run calls from the start. The call in the huddle is QB left, QB right, QB up the middle. Do it ten times and force Anthony to not have the option to either throw mm-hmm. or give it to someone else. Anthony, this is on you. You're the best, most athletic player we have. The play call is you hopefully get a block or two and go be better than someone else. on yeah, the other and,
2: team. D- and didn't they do that like, a lot that? in the second half? Which, but, again, I agree with you. Why not do that in the first half? Where I mean, right. he his only rushing yard is pretty much with sack yardage. I mean, that's one reason they had thirteen rushes for thirteen yards. But um, no, I, 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 yeah, there's a lot of things about it that it, that baffle me a little bit. But you know, I think I think your your point, your original point, is a good one that he is establishing what he wants to do well. And eventually, he'll be where we they can do that well, and they can do it with better players and execute it better. And then, when they run a reverse, or then when they run a, a some kind of a, a trick play, or or even run just play a play mixed direc- misdirection play, which they rarely run, and when they run a screen, it'll be unbelievably effective, you know, because nobody'll be expecting it. So maybe. Maybe he's got a sinister plan that I I am not he's not made me aware of. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um,
17: hey, and then just quick, a couple more things. In in one, I won't harp on. I know we were there, but uh, you know I think Cox thing again. We all knew that was inevitable. That was coming. The comments all year around. You know, ten guys doing the right thing, one not, and blah blah blah. You know, I think more often than not, we all know. You know, It was either confidence.
2: him or Trey Especially, Dean. We know that. <laughs> yeah,
13: yeah.
17: And and Pat, I I don't know if you did see this or not, but did you see Trey Dean on a now deleted tweet? You know, basically said like, hey, don't worry. You know, number one, I got your back, or I'm here for you, or whatever. And you know, just complete what you would expect from those two. You know. Yep. Um, and hey, so two more things, and I'll get out of your way. One, I don't know if either of you do have any insight, but I have not heard anything on what's going on with Naquan.
2: That's a great question that nobody really has an answer to. And I don't think anybody's asked him about it because the other two running backs have been so good. But we saw Lingard again in the game. And it, Na- for some reason, Naquan has dug himself into a doghouse that nobody can explain and nobody's asked about it. Yeah,
1: it's, and it's honestly, it's, not a, it's a, not a doghouse. They're just playing other guys. And yep. they're just they're I, settling more on, on that role. Um, but there's there's nothing he's done but wrong. i
2: mean but my point is if this is your starting running back you you identified him as your starting running back and now you're not even playing him
1: it's, yeah but he was the veteran of the bunch going into the year
2: yeah but i mean i'm just saying you're playing lingard who has not has never really done a whole lot but he he is running hard when he's when he's been in the games but it's just odd but i don't nobody's nobody's asked that question in a press conference yet okay
17: um and Pat, I'm going to caveat this next one with this is not a shot at reporters or, you know. No, I'm news, not a reporter
2: anymore. I'm just a freelance have, writer.
17: Have you, uh, you know, seen any of the stuff with the hot mic and Mark Long and so on and so forth?
2: No, I haven't. I, I heard something was going on, but I did not see it. I so, think it, it was Matt.
1: It was Matt Baker, wasn't it? I don't know. I was his No, voice.
7: Jeff, that. That was a little bit of a mix-up.
17: There was some chatter that it was Matt, but it wasn't. Um, it, it was Mark. Matt, you know, came out and clarified, like, no, that okay. wasn't
2: me. Okay, well, I don't um, know what it was, so you'll, if you can keep it clean, go ahead and, uh, and, and tell yeah, me what yeah, it was.
17: Yeah, I, I will. So, basically, you know, they were drilling Billy on, you know, hey, we want to know why, what, what happened exactly for Cox to be dismissed from the team. And, you know, Billy, like any other coach in the country, it's an internal matter. We're keeping that stuff in-house. He's just no longer with us. We have mutually agreed to part ways, blah, 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 Conference ends. Microphone's still on. And basically, Mark Long says, you know, he doesn't give, you know, a poo-poo about, you know, his relationship with Billy Napier. And, you know, basically, hey, I'll promise all of you, you know, that I'll be here way longer than Billy will be.
2: In and- Well, that's not a smart thing to say off the record, <laughs> let alone on the record. <laughs>
17: Well, and listen, he didn't he didn't know, right? By no means did he think the microphone was, was still on or that it was going to get out. But I just, you know, I don't know, Pat. I wanted to get your thoughts on just like what... I feel like sometimes the Florida media isn't always the most helpful, right? Like it's almost like sometimes they, rather than build the program up, they kind of kick it while it's down. And I get trying to write stories and, and asking questions and things like that. But I feel like that's something where Mark, I and, and I hope, I don't, I don't want the guy, I'm not into the campaign. No,
2: to I'm a, go. I'm a guy to
17: lose his job. good friend with but Mark I, Long, yeah. I, I sure hope Billy or the communications team or whoever tells him, hey, you're going to take the rest of the year off and you can think about whether or not you want to be part of this program. Billy's talked about that from the day he got here. It's fans, it's people at the grocery store, it's students. But it's not media. It's
2: It's not media. The media is not part of the program in any way. And the media, I mean, you know, if Mark's, and again, I haven't heard that if Mark said that, I know that I was listening to Billy's press conference and Steve at some point said, Hey, we got to turn the the mic off because it was on. I didn't hear what he said, but if he did say that, I'm sure he regrets that it came out that way. But um, in the end, the bottom line is the media is nothing. To do now, there were people that when I was covering the Gators back in the Spurrier era would say, "I can't believe you never criticize Spurrier." I go, "He's one hundred and 22. I mean, I of course I'm like, I'm not going to criticize the guy who's a hero with the Gator Nation, and I like the guy, and he's great for us. Um, Urban was great for me. I I love covering Urban Meyer. He was tremendous. Ron Zook didn't get along with. But the bottom line is, I never put myself above Ron Zook. I knew Ron Zook was the head coach at the University of Florida. Same with McElwain, Same with Muschamp. Same with Mullen. They're they're way higher on the on the pecking order than anybody in the media, including myself or Robbie or or Mark or or Edgar or anybody. Um, and but sometimes we do get the media boys do get irritated with the lack of transparency. And, uh, unfortunately, um, you still can't let it out. It's just like the girl who told Brian Kelly, well, if you win the game, maybe I'll be on time next time. And this can't do that.
17: Right. Right. And Hey, I- I'll, I'll give it to you. The media should be objective so on and so forth, but I feel like Mark, you know, the- one of the things they're bringing up now a lot is his tweet about Rick Wells too. Right. Um, you know, and the, the only thing Rick Wells has done in five years is shoot a BB gun. Right. He finally caught a touchdown password. I and mean, it 's like, if you're supposed to be objective, right, then we don't need that nonsense from you, right? And and then it looks like more of a pattern of kind of anti-Florida football opinion, right? And so that, to me, to yeah, your point, I okay, don't, maybe... I don't think it's
2: anti-Florida football. I think it is. Uh, I think a lot of people on the beat, especially now, kind of have that, um, we're going to get to... Kind of attitude i don't think mark feel is that way at all. I think Mark gets very frustrated with with things in the way that they're handled, and we we deal with a um you know people that are are sometimes very difficult to deal with um but you know, ask Mike White how he feels about mark long he he that's part of the reason he's gone is he just couldn't something that Mark wrote that he got really upset about, but it didn't mean it was well in this case it was wrong. <laughs> But, um, you know, it it is – the the relationship between the media and the uh, coaches is always interesting. Sometimes it's a lot of fun. I mean, I I consider Steve Spurrier to be a great friend. I consider Urban actually to be a good friend. I consider Will Muschamp to be a great friend. Um, but in theory, a lot of media boys, boys would tell me, you shouldn't have any friends in the coaching industry. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, everybody handles it their own way. I'm not going to be ever be critical of Mark Long. I love the guy. He's a great guy. Uh, he comes and swims in my pool all the time. So, um, <laughs> but he, you know, I mean, sometimes you got to be careful. Look, we had a hot mic situation about six months ago, and I said the F word on the air. So,
17: <laughs> Hey, listen, I, and, and again, I'll, I'll I'll get out. I know you guys are super busy today. I appreciate you giving me some time to chat. But let me ask you this on my way out, and Pat, just again, like I said, I I don't want them to fire the guy. But are there things? Like, can there be repercussions from the program for that? And have a great no. one, Jeff. I'm hoping to run into you or somebody here at A and M. Looking like it might rain, so I might not get the family down there. But uh, safe travels and go Gators. All
1: right, thanks, ATX Gator. No, they
2: Florida is above that. Yeah, I, I will say enough. that Florida is way above that. There, there are places where that could be an issue, but I don't, and I don't think it would be an issue anywhere. I think they would. You know, again, it was a hot mic, and those things happen sometimes. And no, that would be. No, there's not, nothing is going to come from that.
1: All right, need a final break. We'll uh, do it, come back, and wrap it up. Guys have been great here on the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
16: Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. Florida Gators head football coach Billy Napier announced today that starting linebacker Brennan Cox Jr. has been dismissed from the program though he would not go into specifics for the reason. Also, in Gator football news, Florida's final home game of the season against South Carolina on Saturday, November 12th, will have a start time of 4 o'clock and will be aired on the SEC Network. Week 8 of the NFL concludes tonight with a matchup between the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Also, Game 3 of the World Series is tonight between the Philadelphia Phillies and Houston Astros. Noah Syndergaard will start for the Phillies, while Lance McCullers will make the start for the Astros. The series is tied at 1-1. Tune in for live coverage starting at 8 o'clock. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Luffman.
0: ESPN 98.1
8: FM, 8.50 AM WRUF
15: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
16: Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field. That. I feel a lot of confidence and and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How
11: about Dr. Ark? Well, I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because
4: International Diamond Center's most anticipated sale of the year is this weekend, Friday through Sunday, our biggest and final store-wide event. Get the guaranteed IDC value price, plus 36 months, zero interest financing. That $2,000 diamond eternity band is just $56 a month. Getting engaged? Upgrading your diamond? Looking for that perfect gift? You can't miss this. Best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry, and GIA certified diamonds, plus zero interest financing. This Friday through Sunday only, and only at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit.
12: UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details.
13: My name is Abronson Martin, and I'm a candidate to for circuit judge. When I'm asked why are you running for judge, I say this: first, I believe very strongly in the idea that you should try to leave the world a little bit better than what you found. Second, the bench needs the type of professional person that I offer as an assistant publicist. And finally, when you have been blessed as I have by a community, then you are obligated to pay it forward. It. So, on and before November 8, please vote for Abronson Martin. I'm a Bronte Martin candidate for Circuit Court Judge, and I approve this mess. Political advertising paid for and approved by a Broncy Martin campaign for Circuit Court Judge Group 12. With almost everything in life,
0: you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an Internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation? Whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible Internet plans, giving you all the
13: services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then-current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com policies. Restrictions apply.
0: The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN, 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
2: Ah, listen to that Huey Lewis bass line. Bum, boom boom. Bum, 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 bum. I want a new drug. Bum,
1: bum. I think last year for Halloween you could have been the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, but not this year.
2: No. You're more
1: like uh, Dan Aykroyd this year.
2: Uh well, Dan Aykroyd
1: then. Yes, not then. Dan
2: Aykroyd now. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jeff, for noticing I've You're lost some weight. All right. Let's uh Although if I keep eating this I already I've told Karen Throw everything away tonight because I've I she's had the candy corn and stuff around. for. She had a little party Saturday. Yeah. I'm like, I, it's just killing me, man.
1: Be safe, everybody. That yes, a big definitely. Thing. Be safe. JD,
2: what's up? Hey, uh,
6: Jeff, uh, uh, let me go to Pat. Pat, I want to revisit something you said very early in the program, and you were talking about um,
2: – I don't remember.
6: Uh, <laughs> me either. You were talking <laughs> – you were talking about uh, the um, NIL uh, business and people calling in, but are, are going on social media, but then not contributing to NIL, which led me to this question. And you may not know the answer, but are we lagging behind other people in NIL? And I know Jeff, and, and I'm proud of it that we do things the right way, but. I mean, what what is the deal with that? We, we, the way you said that, I, I'm thinking, okay, are we not getting enough money in the NIL buckets, um, I guess is my question. Yeah, do, no, do you know I, I think
2: Florida work? is not where some other schools are, and Florida is not doing it where they're uh, telling kids what they can get for them uh, yeah, before the they end up thing. on like, campus. What, yeah. what the
1: collective does, J.D., is the fact that, it says, okay, we're gonna give you this opportunity once you're here and then we're gonna go out. So like if let's just say all of a sudden, baseball wise, B T Ripel has another great start to the year. And then now all of a sudden yeah. they can say, Okay, well, because you're doing so well, we can have you do this right. commercial for this person and all that other stuff. Like I where where other schools are promising, Hey, you come here, this is what you're gonna get no matter what. Yeah. And, and you get a new car. Yes. Or and Florida won't do that. Yeah. So I think that hurts okay. a little bit.
6: Yeah, okay, all right. Well, I mean, you know, a kid, uh, ultimately a kid's got to make a decision. Okay, am sure. I going to go for immediate gratification and get my new whatever, you know, whatever, whatever it is you, you're looking for? Or do I look at it long-term? And I think probably a lot of 17-year, 18-year-olds don't understand long-term. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I I understand that. But I just want to know if we're – I think everybody
2: fine, needs so. to work, work it like Quinn Ewers did. Go get a million dollars yeah. at Ohio State, never play it down. Go to Texas, be the starting quarterback, get another million dollars. <laughs>
6: Yeah, that'd be nice with Hey, uh, Jeff, I, I kind of, I'm going to, and this is not, uh, this is no, in no shape, form or fashion of uh, uh, banging on, on Anthony, but, but, uh, I kind of agree with you and I've talked about it before, uh, if you're running the type of offense that I think really wants to run, this pound, 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 don't you want a, a guy who's an accurate passer who can see the field, who can get you the third and five. Like, well, we had, I don't know how many third and sevens or eights did we have the other day. And yeah. we evidently had, we have no short passing game. I mean, I saw guys open short, but we don't see them. I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but we don't evidently have no short passing game. Uh, and, uh, but wouldn't you, I'm with you. Don't you want a guy. Who okay? We're going to hand the ball off. We're going to pound you, pound you, pound you. And if I need to get a third and five, six, seven, I can do it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I'm more into that mode than I am. And and we talked about it last week. I brought it up last week. I don't know what these we got to cast a of thousands offensive analysts uh, do, but on the read option, there is there is no read and there is no option.
1: No, it's uh, it's always him giving it up.
6: Yeah. Yeah, it's just him giving giving the ball up, and Georgia knew that. And, and in fact, I think Georgia knew all the plays. I mean, you can see you can see their defense adjusting. There's only about the six of them,
2: so yeah, yeah. So and yet uh, and yet Florida still was able to do some really cool things. Yeah, and and Shane
1: Almost Shane said it on yards, the air when yeah. the the pass to Henderson. Shane said that's the best play that Anthony Richardson's made it in beautiful. the entire year, and and he did. He he actually. Waited for the guy saw. to come around, saw the other guy then the get open. Waited it for it to develop, yep. and yeah. then saw the Did whole it.
2: shot yep. and took it. Saw the safety. And the, the other hand thing hand. was, a lot of times that pass is easy to screw up when a guy's that wide open. Yeah. But he threw it right on the line, right to him, and got it over the the safety. I thought yep. it was yep. the best throw he's made all year. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and guys, I, I hope I am
6: wrong. I hope I am wrong. Really you got ten
2: seconds. Hurry up.
6: I, I don't think we're winning another game. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong, JD. We got this. Okay. All right. I, mean, I, I trusted you. Thank
1: I
2: trusted
1: you. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, three, three of four is what I, I got. I think they can. win I'm not one. telling you all three or four of them, but.
2: I will take two and two right now. Yeah. Bowl game.
1: Another paycheck. Boom. What it's all about. Playing for t- paychecks. All right. Appreciate Jake and everybody. For Duels, I'm Dozo. Talk to you tomorrow. See you. W R U F Gainesville, U251 C G Gainesville, from the
0: Spurriers Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN ninety eight FM